This is BBC Television from London. Diana, Princess of Wales, has died after a car crash in Paris. The French government announced her death just before five o'clock this morning. This is CNN Breaking News. I'm Jim Clancy, the CNN Center. Britain's Princess Diana has been killed in a car crash in Paris. Princess Diana officially reported as dead. We are now being told that Diana, Princess of Wales, who was died in Paris's Salpetriere Hospital. August the 31st, 1997, and the news broke that the Princess of Wales had died in a car accident. The British people took to the streets in an outpouring of collective grief that was completely out of the national character. Dramatic and spontaneous, the people's reaction took the government and the establishment by total surprise. Dreadful as the sight of the carnage in the Parisian tunnel was, on a symbolic level, there was more at play than meets the eye. This is Caroline Phipps, and you are listening to my series, Elegant Aspirations. This is the second part of my exploration of the aspiration of leveraging love, romantic love. Love and happiness, yeah, something that can make you do wrong, make you do right. Love and happiness Lady Diana Spencer had been the archetypal princess who had found her Prince Charming, and happiness ever after should have been the storybook conclusion. As the carnage unraveled before our eyes, the princess grew up, the prince was not what he seemed, and the castle was no safe haven, so did the mythology. It's my belief that the sorrow was as much for the death of the romantic fairy tale as for the princess herself. So where does that leave the concept of romantic love in the human lexicon? For those of us privileged enough to have experienced falling in love, it's quite simply the best feeling in the world. The vocabulary people use to describe this indescribable feeling is always the same. I feel like a teenager. I'm floating through my day. I've found my soulmate, and so on. So powerful is this force that we simply forget that this divine feeling never endures. I use the word divine here because it's my belief that for many of us, romantic love is the nearest we get to heaven on earth. But at some point, we always come back down. This initial stage of falling in love 
is often described as the rapture phase, and usually it has a dominant erotic side to it. Like a potent magic spell, it can seduce and trap us into just about anything. As Al Green's 1972 hit Love and Happiness eloquently puts it, make you do right, love will make you do wrong. Without the riot of the rapture phase of love, our relationships would run on a kind of earthbound survival pragmatism, making the world a very dull place. Some of the finest literature, art and music have their roots in the drama and glorious messiness of romantic love. And the stakes are high. The best feeling in the world has the flip side. And when love goes wrong, it's the worst. Love triangles are a perfect example of just how muddled romantic love can become. The arrival of a third person into a relationship can signal a number of things. But one thing we can be sure of is that it's a wake-up call of some kind. There are times when the new person on the scene is a real love match for one of the partners. But this is the least likely scenario in my experience. Triangulation more usually manifests when we need to be shaken up out of our usual routine. Romantic feelings for a third person can be the misplaced results of boredom or unhappiness in any area of our lives. From family life or career difficulties to a full-blown spiritual crisis. The heady mixture of excitement, shame and guilt is a veritable goldmine of information for going forward with our lives, if we can dolly out and read the signs. Maybe we need to examine our existing relationship and work on ways to revitalize the bonds, or develop new ways to bring more meaning into our working lives, or commit to a new hobby or change our spiritual practice. It's my belief that love triangles are perfectly designed by their emotional intensity to throw the pieces of our lives up in the air and how we choose to leverage the love of self and others as the pieces fall is crucial to our well-being. Seduced as we are into thinking the stars have aligned to bring us the only one who can fulfill all of our needs, often leads to impossible expectations for our romantic relationships. This mindset is doomed to failure and accounts for the high rate of divorce in our culture. But here, I believe, is where things become interesting. If we can retain and maintain our relationships beyond the unrealistic rapture state, we stand a better chance of truly getting to know one another. And then there's the possibility of a deeper love developing based in reality. Tellingly, there is much evidence to suggest that relationships that blossom out of friendship are often more successful over time. Whether our romantic relationships are rooted in rapture or grow out of friendship, there is only one truly effective way to create a union that supports a healthy life. 
and this next piece of the romance puzzle is often tricky to put in place. If we can put our own fears aside and accept and support one another's individuality and separateness, we have found the way to leverage our love beyond the constraints of romantic love. This is the key that opens the door to the high-octane realm of true love, where we make the care of our partner's growth and development a matter of supreme importance. And this has the reciprocal effect of also supporting our own journey of inner elegance. Fairy tale endings are not guaranteed, of course, and there are times when personal growth leads to the breakup of relationships. But in my experience, when behavior is born out of a genuine love for one another, the long term results are always rewarding and often deliciously surprising, no matter the outcome. Take a close look at your partnership and check the status of your romantic love. Do you constrain or support one another? Do you help or hurt each other? Does your relationship support a journey of inner elegance? And for those of you embarking upon a new romance with a clean slate, what a perfect time to set sail on a wonderful new adventure. On my website, you will find embedded posts from Facebook, Twitter and Google+. And I would love to hear your voice. You will always be welcome and to be a part of this Elegant Aspiration series. Thank you for listening, and together we can make the world a more elegant place. Love and happiness Someone's on the phone Three o'clock in the morning Yeah Talking about How she can make it right Yeah Happiness is when You really feel good about somebody There's nothing wrong Being in love with someone yeah. Oh, baby, love that I happen
stay out all 